Hello, everyone, and welcome to the U Rink Report podcast, the podcast where we talk about U sports, hockey, both men's, women's, and also have a little bit of Badger talk. I'm Remy Zanato, joined as always by Mitch Kane here for the week of February 13th. Mitch, the playoffs have been set. Yeah, exciting times here as the regular season has finally come to an end in all three leagues, and we can jump right into it if you're ready to go. We'll jump right into the OUA West to get us started. The OUA West solidifying over the past week. As we look to the standings, Brock Badgers and the TME Bold once again, they secured their buys last week. University of Toronto Varsity Blues stay in that third spot as well. And then Windsor gets a couple of big wins to propel them to that four spot. Yeah, Windsor swept the Waterloo weekend as they first took down the Laurier Golden Hawks to jump over them in the standings to get to that four and five range, but still needed one more point to get over the Lakehead Thunderwolves for home ice advantage in the first round. And that is what they just did. They beat the Waterloo Warriors in overtime last night, three to two to propel them to the four seat. So they will get home ice advantage. However, game one is going to be on the road since of the travel complications with Lakehead. And unfortunately for the Guelph Griffins, not able to make it to the play in game, just falling short by two points of tying up Nipissing. Josh Dixon in his first year with the Guelph Griffins. They had a fantastic year. They also got leveled with injuries. An unfortunate season for the Guelph Griffins. And you have to give credit to the Western Mustangs who took them down. They had to go into a tough building to play in. Guelph is a very strong team at home this year. They play on that Olympic-sized ice, but Western went in on Aggie night and took them down 9-5. to five. And Western, they had that really tough start to the season where they began 1-10. and 10 through the first 11 games, but they really turned around in the back half, had a couple win streaks and ended the season on a three game winning streak to propel them to a 10 and 18 record on the season, which was good for ninth place in the OUA West. Definitely good takeaways for the Western Mustangs this season. They, they beat the UQTR Patriots. The back half of the season was fantastic. So if they can move that momentum into the beginning of next season, they're going to be fantastic next year. Let's take a look over at the OUA East. However, big changes there as McGill surges ahead and takes the number one seed from the UQTR Patriots. Yeah, and McGill and UQTR, they were kind of battling all season long, trying to see who would gain that number one seed. But in the end, McGill had that extra game on top and UQTR that one extra point just shy and McGill went in. They took care of business last night. They went into Carlton, defeated them six to three and will claim their one seed. So the number one seed and home ice advantage in the East will run through the McGill Redbirds. And the OUA East finishing very tight as the Queens Gales were also only five points off that number one seed, and they finished fourth in the OUA East. So a very tight conference this year from top to bottom. But let's take a look at those playoff matchups. Yeah, and as you mentioned, Queens, they had that late surge, eight and two over the last 10 games. They were trying to bump themselves up in the standings, but an overall very strong finish heading into playoffs where they will host the Concordia Stingers in round one of the OUA East playoffs. In the other matchup, the Ottawa GGs will host the Ontario Tech Ridgebacks in round one as the Ridgebacks were able to hold off Carlton and secure themselves into that sixth and final playoff seed in the OUA East. Let's look at the OUA West playoff matchups. Yeah, so firstly, the University of Toronto, they're still not quite sure who they're going to be playing in the first round. We have that play-in game new added this season. The OUA West gets a playoff game between the six and seven seed for who 
will make the playoffs similar to what the NBA does with the play-in games. So that game goes tonight of airing, uh, Sunday, January 11th, where it's the Laurier Golden Hawks hosting the Nipissing Lakers, and the winner there will get the treat of playing the Toronto Varsity Blues in round one of the playoffs. That could be dangerous waters when you're surfing in for the Windsor Lancers. Now let's hop on over to Canada West, where a couple of big upset games came on the back of Trinity Western. Yeah, Trinity Western making a bit of a late surge here down the stretch. They were able to take down two of the top contenders in the Canada West division with only two wins on the season. They were able to rally up wins against Saskatchewan as well as Alberta, just sending almost ripple effects throughout the standings as Saskatchewan was then unable to quite track down Mount Royal over this past couple weeks. UBC sits in that first place, 46 points on the year. Calgary in second, Mount Royal in third, Saskatchewan, Alberta, then McEwen. We look at those standings. And Mount Royal, they had a tough season end the year. We got great matchups out in Canada West. Mount Royal and UBC squared off for a doubleheader on the final weekend of the season, and both teams grabbed three points on the weekend. Mount Royal took the first game 5-4 to four in a shootout, but UBC grabbed the second four to three in a shootout and ultimately Mount Royal not grabbing that extra point on the road sent them down to the three seed and now they miss out on the bye in the first round of the playoffs and Mount Royal still being led by Connor Bouchard who now has 57 points on the season 26 games 23 goals and 34 assists absolutely lighting the lamp this season as Connor Bouchard let's take a look now over to the AUS where the UNB Reds have secured their first perfect season going 30 and 0. Yeah, that is impressive to say the least. Going 30 and 0 in a season is just unheard of and yeah, I mean you look at the stats and UNB led in nearly everything. Goals for, goals against, goal differential, points, just anything you could think of. You list it off and UNB is at the top of everything and they're geared up for another deep run and I'm sure they're already booking their tickets to the U Cup this year. Austin Keating leading the UNB Reds there, scoring 50 points in 30 games played this season. A fantastic effort from the UNB Reds. Congratulations to them, and congratulations to everyone involved there at University of New Brunswick. Let's head on over to eSports transactions. We already covered the Brock Badges transaction of Zach Stringer on our most recent episode of the U-Rink Report. Go check that one out for those. But let's talk about Max Neal leaving the Waterloo Warriors for the Utah Grizzlies. And with two games to play with the Waterloo Warriors being eliminated from the playoffs, Max Neal decides to continue his pro career and goes to play for the Utah Grizzlies of the ECHL, where he's already two games in with his new club. At the time that he left University of Waterloo, he had 19 points in 25 games. He was second in scoring at the time of his departure. Now let's take a look over at Sammy May, leaving the Drayton Valley Thunder at the end of the season to commit to Trinity Western University out in Canada West. Yeah, and Trinity West, they're looking to make their additions here early on in the processes. They grab one of the more highly touted players from the AJHL as they snag up Sammy May this season with the Drayton Valley Thunder, recorded three goals and 23 assists for 26 points in 44 games played. Former Vancouver Giant will join Trinity Western as they, as we noted earlier in the podcast, had a really successful end of the season and look to move up in the standings next year. 